Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Serena Sabala. Serena, you are the founder and uh, co-founder and director of Whole Shift Wellness, found on the web at wholeshiftwellness.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So Serena, tell us from a high level um, what Whole Shift Wellness is, who you work with, what you do. Absolutely. Um, So together with my husband, Eugene, uh, we specialize in Bespoke programs for time-pressed female leaders. Um, We have over 20 years of combined experience in various fields of the health and wellness industry. Um, And this has allowed us to develop a proven methodology, which will allow you to shift to your most fit, healthy, and confident self within a year. We've had the pleasure of transforming the well-being of over 500 professionals across five countries. So our methodology revolves around um, our experience. Wow. So, um, you know, it's really interesting, you know, from a business decision, you know, there there are a lot of folks that go, well, I'm just going to go, you know, in the direction of I'm going to serve the masses. I'm going to hopefully build up this big social media following and I'm going to charge people $29 a month um, to work with me. (laughs) But we're all going to work in this kind of Facebook groupie kind of very low touch, you know, just record a video or maybe do live uh, content. And that's what they're going to build on. But you've gone the direction of working more intimately um, with a, um, I would say, uh, a more advanced clientele, you know, folks that professionally, you know, they're definitely super busy. Why did you make that decision? So, um, there isn't when it comes to health and well-being and achieve and achieve your goals and achieve way beyond your greatest expectations. We believe that there is not a one-size-fits-all um, approach or road or method in order to to get there. And uh, and this is not to to diss any other formula, which my my and very well does work for some. But what we really wanted to accomplish, what we aim to accomplish in the work that we do with our shifters is not so much temporary change as much as it is profound transformation at the root level. So we, 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 our shifts, we believe go way beyond just achieving um, temporary goals, such as losing a little bit of weight or getting a little more definition, which there's nothing wrong with, but we want to go a bit beyond that. So we want our shifters to be able to achieve a level of transformation when it comes to their mindset around their health and well-being so that whatever results they achieve through the shift they embark on with us um, are lifelong results because what we generate is transformation at the root level. They become a new version of themselves. They haven't just changed the way they do things. They have transformed who they are so that inevitably they are never going to revert back to doing things the way they did because they're a new person. And so in order to achieve that, we we have established uh, through our experience 
a different approach is needed, a more bespoke um, and and one-on-one approach is necessary to achieve that level of transformation. Yeah. Um, and, and so um, what is your, how, how do you engage uh, with, you know, when you talk about working with, um, you know, a, a very specific audience uh, and it sounds like it's a little bit more uh, hands-on or a little bit more higher attention. Yes, for sure. So um, that a huge part of the process and what makes the process really successful is that we really get to know our shifters on a one-on-one basis. So we we get to delve deep. We get to do very thorough, regular assessments. We get to know their lifestyle in and out. We get to know their preferences, their goals, their challenges in and out. Uh, And that allows us to create a bespoke approach, which leverages two points. One is what we have come to establish are the universal principles of optimal holistic health and well-being, which apply to everyone and anyone so long as you're a human being. But then on the other hand, we also get to tackle what we believe are their unique challenges, inclinations, goals. Because let's be honest, there's no other person in the world like you or me. We are completely unique individuals. We might have some things in common with some people. And of course, the laws of of the world apply to us. But then what what, what rocks our boat might not work for somebody else. So it's very important to continuously pull from these two areas, the bespoke one and the universal one, in a way that, um, that, that is highly effective. And so um, if someone, um, maybe someone has tried uh, losing weight before um, and maybe it worked temporarily. I mean, this is pretty much everybody, right? They lost steam. Uh, yeah. Maybe they plateaued and they got frustrated and then they just kind of went back to regular living. Um, yes. Tell me about your mindset or your philosophy for that? Like, how are we going to help make this stick for real this time? Absolutely. That's a great question. And by the way, my entire book revolves around this. Uh, I, I, This was such a pressing topic and such a hot question. You just asked me that I decided <laughs> to write a whole book about it. Um, essentially, what we've come to realize in our work um, is that your optimal level of health and well-being is like a structure with three legs. We call it a tripod. That's why this theory is called the tripod theory. So at the pinnacle of this tripod, at the top of this tripod is your optimal level of health, well-being, mind-body confidence, life satisfaction, the life of your dreams, essentially. Now, what happens to a tripod when even just one of the three legs is a little bit weaker than the others? The structure does not stay up, or even if it stays up, it's it's wobbly, you know. And the way that manifests itself, the way that imbalance manifests itself at the level of health and well-being is you're either continuously struggling to achieve your greatest goals. You know that you could be doing better. You know that you could be leaner, or you could be fitter, or you could be more balanced in the mind, but you just can't get there, and not for lack of hard work. You're working hard, but never getting the results you're after. Or even if you do get there, 
it feels like such a struggle to maintain these results. It feels like it's, you know, it takes too much energy and you have to choose between a life that you enjoy and your greatest goals, essentially. This is because most of us tend to only continuously strengthen one of two, one or two of these three legs of the tripod. And every single person we've encountered is continuously neglecting at least one of the legs of the tripod. So you are constantly creating imbalance. You're constantly strengthening what's already strong and continuously yeah. neglecting what actually has the most room for improvement, what's, what are essentially, for lack of a better word, the, the weakest spots. Um, and that's why you plateau and that's why you, and that's why you don't achieve long-lasting results. All the ish, the most common challenging challenges revolving around health and well-being stem from this fundamental imbalance. Mm-hmm. So what we do and where we come in is, first of all, we allow you to assess what are these areas with most room for improvements. And by the way, the three legs of the tripod, the three pillars of optimal health and well-being are, we call them the three Fs, focus, food, and fitness. Mm-hmm. So we come in, we do thorough assessments, we help you realize what you probably weren't even conscious or aware of, which is what, what are the areas with most room for improvement? And then we create a bespoke and effective strategy, which allows you to strengthen those areas whilst not losing touch on the other areas that needs maintaining, essentially. Um, because fundamentally, human beings want to succeed. They want to do well, right? That's why we constantly do what we are already good at, or we tend yeah. to lean towards doing what we're already good at. And we consciously or unconsciously neglect what we perceive ourselves as not being that good at. But that continuously creates and and strengthens this imbalance, which is the root cause of all issues. Yeah, um, I do that all the time with uh, gardenscapes and and other games that I play on my iPad. I only want to play games that I can win at. (laughs) It's good for my, yes, it's good for my psyche. It's how mind works. It's simply how the human mind works. Yeah. You know, so I, uh, you know, it's good timing that we're talking about this Uh, last year. uh, And I think a lot of people are in the same position um, with everything going on. It was easy to maybe give yourself a little bit of flexibility on your fitness and your eating, uh, you know, maybe uh, imbibing too much. Um, And so, uh, you know, and and, um, I, I think I, Maybe my weight went up about uh, 15 pounds uh, over the course of a year uh, last year. Um, I'm happy to say that uh, starting January 1st, let's see, we're recording this now in May. So as of when we're recording this, I'm down 17 and a half pounds. Uh, so yeah, and it's, um, you know, one thing I've noticed, Serena, and I've, I've just seen this is it's, it's, it's all the little micro decisions. It's not the big decisions. It's, you know, do you have... Um, I don't know what it is, right? But it's, you know, it's the decision to, you know, am I going to grab that handful of unhealthy food? Well, you know, it's only a couple of hundred calories. Yeah, it's pretty much all sugar and fat. Um, Yeah, it's probably not good for me, but it's just one bite. And then, but what happens is you make those suboptimal decisions on a regular basis. And- uh, and and that's you know that, that's how 
our weight changes, or at least that's what I've seen for myself, um, is those small micro decisions. And so how does somebody um, over overcome, uh, not overcome, but strengthen themselves so that they have the patience, right? Because a lot of times we'll make that suboptimal decision because of either we want to reward ourselves or maybe we want to um, self-soothe or um, self-medicate in some way, right? Because we're like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed. So therefore, you know, I should have this, you know, 200 calorie alcoholic drink, for example, right? And that's easy to, I, I get it. I, I, yeah, I, I know, I know where that's coming from, right? I know. Um, so, so how does someone reprogram some of that stuff? That's a brilliant question. And, and so going back to the three pillars, focus, food, and fitness, right? So the single most undervalued and undeveloped pillar that we see in our experience, um, possibly contrary to popular belief, is actually the focus pillar which is everything to do with your mind and your mindset. And so I tell our shifters all the time, 99% of what you perceive as being food problems are actually focus problems. Mm -hmm. So all the ones that you've just mentioned to me on a superficial level look like issues with food. They have nothing to do with food. They manifest themselves as issues with food, but really the issues are at the level of the focus pillar, your mindset around your health and well-being, your mindset around nurturance and self-care and self-love and self-acceptance, and, and your core beliefs revolving around all these issues, um, including your, your emotional relationship with food, which I call the psychology of eating. And so if you constantly and exclusively address these problems at the level of the food pillar, by trying to restrict your diet, by creating a meal plan, by uh, buying certain things and not buying certain things, you might might experience some some temporary good results, but the underlying issue is still there, you know? So you're using willpower to overcome your challenge. Now, what's the problem with that is, is that willpower is very much like a muscle. You can use it at more and more and strengthen it. But if you overuse it, if you rely on it too much, like any muscles, if you don't give it any rest ever, you'll get tired and just give up on you at some point. And that's why it's so much easier to do to make healthier decisions at the beginning of a day than it is at the, at the end of the day. The most predominant thing we see is kind of late night cravings, late night snacking, etc. You've run out of willpower. So then because you were relying too much on it, to make the right decisions around food, all of a sudden you're slipping up, you know? So that's why the most important work you can do is the work at the level of what we call the focus pillar. And, and, and we, we spent years and are continuously refining uh, effective tools, approaches, steps. It needs to be deliberate. We don't train our mind as much as we should. Our mind needs as much, if not more, training than our bodies do, uh, but we're not is we're not encouraged or taught how to do so effectively. Uh, but it's is the single most impactful thing you can do in order to achieve new results. Yeah, um, you know, 
for 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 the audience that you work with, I'm gonna speak to my type A brothers and sisters out there, my <laughs> high achievers. <laughs> I'm recovering. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. Um, how is that sort of personality uh, an advantage and how is that a disadvantage? Yeah. I mean, it's an advantage in that they tend to be incredibly present with what is not working, what is wrong, and, and what needs to change. Um, and and they, they tend to be very willing to do whatever it takes, you know, they are not they're not shy of putting in the work they don't shy away from the work they they're willing they're ready to show up they're committed and they're determined where they need to rewire their thinking and their approach is like we were saying before is is in reframing how the journey develops and what it actually takes and realizing that that if you've taken five, even just one year, like in your example, one year for your for your nutrition to slip up during mm-hmm. the lockdowns and the pandemic, you can't expect to undo um, the results of all that in one week or even one month, you know? So oh, about- but I want to. <laughs> I hear you. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I hear you. Sadly, the short-term journey, um, it will actually waste you more time, money, and energy than a long-term approach. And so I always tell our shifters, if whatever you're doing doesn't feel sustainable, if you don't feel like you could sustain it for the rest of your life, it will come back and bite you in the back with a vengeance sooner or later. And then we just look at it. We literally put pen to paper and look at how much time, money, energy they have wasted on quick fixes, short-term solutions, and things that were promising results, which they might have even achieved, but couldn't sustain, you know? How much time have you wasted doing that? How much energy, how much money? And then you put it into perspective, you realize, actually, even if I have to spend another year, another six months to a year, getting back to an even better place than I was before, it will be much more worth my while. And and literally, like, if you just look at it, the numbers won't lie to you. You will see that it is worth your while. Yeah. Um, Serena, just because, uh, I mean, I guess I could geek out on this a lot. And I I have... I, I really like I listen to a lot of podcasts about health. Um, so uh, one thing that uh, I think is really important to chat about is the ideas around metabolism. Yes. And uh, I, I, I know that sometimes some of us might say, well, my metabolism is just bad. You know, I can't eat anything like and I see other people get to eat anything they want and they never gain weight. Um how much of that from your perspective is true? Uh, and you know, I, I, I guess just what's, what's your, if someone oh, tells you that, what do you say? Yeah. So here's one thing that I always say to our shifters about metabolism, the worst and most detrimental curse that, that could ever be bestowed upon you by the universe is a fast metabolism. Because think about this, what would happen if you could get away with eating all the junk in the world without ever putting one pound on? What would you do? Uh, Eat junk. (laughs) Correct. Thinking that you're getting away with it. 
Now, let me tell you this about junk, about bad food, about food that is not good for you. If it's not showing up in your life right now at the level of um, excess weight, it will sooner or later show up in your life in the form of chronic disease. Because a whopping 70 to 90% of, of chronic disease out there is lifestyle related, of which the greatest majority relates to bad nutrition. So yeah, you might be one of those lucky people who can eat whatever they want, all the junk in the world, and not put weight on. That food is making you sick from the inside out. And, and, and you are not one of the, what I perceive as being the lucky people who has that very strong incentive of, of, of not doing so because we are all vain. There's nothing wrong with being vain and wanting to look good. And having that, that as a motivator, you know, it, it's actually very important. And it's a piece of the puzzle that, that, that you, you shouldn't underestimate. And so there is no such thing as getting away with eating junk. Even if you're not putting weight on, you're being affected in more subtle yet more powerful and more detrimental ways, you know, number one. Number two, the myth of, you know, I'm just the way I am and there's nothing I can do about it is one of the most disempowering beliefs and thoughts that you can linger with in your entire life. In, in fact, one very common one that I hear a lot is, oh, that's just, that's just how things are in my family. I've inherited this condition. I mean, I've inherited this metabolism. I'll tell you what you've inherited. You've probably most likely have inherited the habits, <laughs> you know? And so you are doing this, you are doing things the way that things are done in your family. And therefore you're manifesting the same results uh, to one extent or another. So don't think that those who can get away with eating junk are actually getting away with it, number one. Number two, don't ever think that this is it and there's nothing you can do about it because, Mm. of course, you've got to be realistic. I, for all the work that I can put into my health and well-being, I'm never going to look like Giselle. I don't have those genes. I'm not not that person. Um, But I I can honestly say without the shadow of a doubt that I am in the best shape of my life now that I'm pushing 40 than I have ever been in my teens and twenties. And wow. I continuously get better and I am not special. There's nothing special about me. You know, if I can yeah. do it, anybody else can do it. Uh, truly, truly. I, I used to be a heavy dude. I used to be, uh, uh, over 230 pounds and, uh, you know, it was, um, consistent, every single day, um, you know, just tracking what I was eating and being very, and I got so much more mindful. That mindfulness really for me was, that was the thing that, that helped me get to a healthy weight. Now I've, I've fluctuated for sure. Um, generally mostly within the healthy range, um, but I'd much rather fluctuate there than, you know, in the severely obese range. Um, you know, Good work, by the way. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think it was one of those where, and I think that's another advantage to people who are kind of hard driving people. You know, it's like we have our our emotional life, you know, our our relationships, we've got our professional success, like we've got all those areas. And I felt like, you know, it's kind of tough to get to the finish line 
when one of my areas of my life is just so out of balance. Um, it just it just didn't feel in integrity with who I felt I was on the inside. In fact, you know, looking in the mirror, I was often just in denial. Mm. Um, you know, and then finally, you know, a doctor's like, yeah, you need to, you know, you need you need to do something here, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, what what a better time in the world to become present with the fact that really, truly, is there anything more valuable, important than our health and well-being? Yeah. When you have, when you, you know, I could just say from my own experience, when you have greater um, uh, physical well-being, it's, it's just easier to have better emotional and better energy because you have better energy. You're, you're able to be in a business setting. I have found, I can only speak for myself, but I have found I'm much more present because of that. Like my, I, I just have much better energy. I'm just not crashing in the afternoon as easy. Like I've got sustained energy. I've got, you know, everything just seems to be working a little bit better. So everything. Yeah. Everything. Serena, for someone who's been listening to our conversation um, and they're like, okay, where do I go? What do I, what do I do? What, what are, what are their next steps uh, to engage with you? You go to Amazon and, and get yourself a copy of my book called mm-hmm. Make the Shift. Because if my conversation has resonated with you and, and if, if you can see yourself in some of the examples and if you think you can get value from what I've said, then our entire proven methodology is in the book. It's called Make the Shift. And frankly, I, I have designed the book to be a workbook. It's, this is not theory. This is practice. So you got to get ideally the paperback. You can start with the audible, but you got to put pen to paper and do the exercises and just in doing that, you will immediately become able to achieve new results and to make effective, gradual and incremental improvements into your lifestyle. You've got to put pen to paper. Don't just theorize. Change, transformation happens in practice. That's, that's the single most effective advice I can, I can give anyone. Then on our website, wholeshiftwellness.com, we also have developed a scorecard questionnaire you just simply hit scorecard and that and you can do the assessment and which will uh, enable you to identify which one of the three pillars of well-being you have most room for improvement and 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 you will start clarifying things for you even mm. further the one thing i would say is take action yeah. now today as soon as you're done with this just before you move on to anything else do something new immediately build momentum, create momentum. It takes one tiny steps in a new direction to profoundly transform the course of your life for the better. Awesome. Serena Sabala, your website, wholeshiftwellness.com. Serena, thank you so much for joining us. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform 
and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.